A good talk today's daf is daf dalit. Page four. Heilige Mesachas Nedarim. And we pick up from the very top line, the very first word. We're up to Rav Acha Bar Yaakov Amar. All right? So here we go. Let's get going over here. We're in the middle of a very uh, a, a simple Gemara, we'll call it. Very straightforward. Nothing simple. Very straightforward. And that is where we made a statement where we said that the same way a person can transgress Baal Ta'achar, which means do not delay, do not push off, by Nedarim, by a regular vow, the same thing would hold true by Nezirus. A person says you're going to be a Nazir. So there's a transgression of Baal Ta'achar, of pushing off the Nezirus. And we want to know when, you know when a person will have transgressed Baal Ta'achar. What are the circumstances surrounding it? So we gave... One option, where a person says, I'm going to accept uh, Nazirus upon myself a moment before I die. So he's not a Nazir now. So, however, he has to immediately become a Nazir because you never know the moment before you die. Makes sense? Therefore, if he pushes it off, he's every Baltacher. That was one case. I'm going to give more examples of how a Nazir can transgress Baltacher, Rav Achber Yaakov Amar. Rav Yaakov says, I'll tell you another case how a person can accept Nazirus and, be, and transgress on delaying. Kigayin, for example, Shenadar, you, you vowed that you're going to be a Nazir, and you're standing in a cemetery. Now this is a fascinating, uh, a fascinating uh, conversation, we'll call it, because let's think about this. A Nazir is not allowed to be in a cemetery. So if you accept Nazirus upon yourself in the cemetery, Here's going to be the machlekes, the shaila. Does do you? If I, a person says I'm a nazir and you're in a cemetery, does do you not become a nazir until you leave because you can't make yourself a nazir in a forbidden location, or do we say no? You're a nazir who's tame. So if you say that you're a nazir who's tame, you haven't transgressed delaying your naziras because you're in, you're you're already a nazir, so you're good. However, if you're in a cemetery. And Nazirus does not latch on if you're in a place of Toma and you say I'm a Nazir, so now you're gonna have transgressed Baltachir. Because if you don't run out of that cemetery ASAP, you hang around there, you, hang, you go to a few Leviathan, say Kaddish a few times, you uh, give a few long Hespedim, whatever you're doing there, and then you go out, and then Nazirus is starting. I can hear why you've, you would have had transgressed. Baltacher delaying your nazir. So we'll, that's the Gemara is going to deal with over here. Says the Gemara. Honey, Chalamanda Amar, I get why you transgress delaying according to the opinion who says, Lechale Nazirus may alter that Nazirus doesn't grab hold in a cemetery. But according to the other opinion, which is that if you say I'm a nazir in a cemetery, the Nazirus does not latch on until you leave the cemetery, until you're in a place where Nazirus, the laws of Nazirus can, can come into play. There's no Baltacher, you haven't delayed, you're just a Tomei Nazir. So according to that opinion, what's going to be a case of Baltacher? Va'aydin, furthermore, another question is, Ha'amar Mar, the Tana taught us, Ha'amar Mar Baravashi, Mar Baravashi taught us, so in Amaira, because Ravashi was one of the authors of Gemara, Mar, his son, is also obviously in Amaira, Chayla Nazirah Salei Me'alter, really, we'll say everybody agrees you become a Nazir, just because you're in a cemetery, doesn't mean that Nazirus can't latch on. Everybody will agree. You've, you've certainly become a Nazir. The Chi Pligi, so the whole Machlekes is simply, Le'enian Malkus Pligi, 
the whole machlekes is whether or not you're going to be chayav on Malkus. Because you didn't go to the cemetery, you didn't do a maisa, you became automatic. But everybody will agree that you're a Nazir. Hence, where's the Baal Ta'acher? Where's the possibility of delaying Naziris that you'll have transgressed that? Says the Gemara, Even though you're a Nazir who's Tameh, where you're still going to be considered to have transgressed Baal Ta'acher. Delaying your Naziris. Why? Mishom de Kama'acher Naziris Tatara. A person cannot say, I am being Makabal upon myself a Tomei Naziris. Now, when you accept Naziris, you're accepting upon yourself at this moment Naziris and everything that comes along with it, including the obligation to be tar. So if you were to become a Nazir right now, says the Gemara, granted, you're Tomei Nazir, but you'll still have transgressed Balta Acher. I, but I'm a Nazir. I'm not delaying Naziris. I know, but you're de- delaying proper Naziris. And if you're delaying proper Naziris, Naziris de Tara, that's, even that's going to be Balta Acher. Amar Ravashi, Ravashi, as you should know, since we're saying that Balta Acher, delaying Naziris, can be transgressed even when you're a Nazir, and what do you, so why are you transgressing it? Because you're just not tar. Now that we're saying you could be over, you could transgress Balta Acher by, by being Tomei. Nazir Shatimei Atzmei B'Mezid. You should know any Nazir that purposely becomes Tomei. Over Mishum Balta Acher de Naziris Tara also is going to have transgressed the Balta Acher of Naziris Tara. Okay. Now as you see that, uh, you know, if a person were to do this, if a, if a Nazir becomes Tomei on purpose, so he's Chay of Malkus. Now that he does it with a situation of delay, as well, he's going to receive an additional set of Malkus. Okay, so what we have right now is two possibilities of how a Nazirus can transgress Balta Acher. One is when, a Nazir, when somebody says, I am a Nazir a moment before I die. That's what we learned on yesterday's daf. Today's daf, we're learning another possibility how a Nazir can transgress Balta Acher, delaying the Nazirus. What's going to be that case when a person is delaying the Naziris in a state of Tara? So he's inside of a cemetery. And now we're going to come with a third option of how a Nazir can transgress Baal Ta'achar. Rav Acha Berei de Rav Ika Amar. Here we go. About ten lines from the top. Rav Acha, the son of Rav Ika says, You could transgress Baal Ta'achar when it comes to Taglachas. What's Taglachas? Shaving. Okay, what does that mean? After a person finishes his Nazirus, remember, he's not allowed to shave for a minimum of 30 days. He's not allowed to get a haircut for a minimum of 30 days. What he does is he, cut, he shaves his beard, he gets a haircut, and that hair is burnt. That has to be done right away. The Gemara says that if you don't burn your hair right away, you're going to have transgressed Balta Acher. Now, according to this approach... It's different than the first two answers. Because in the first two answers, what are you delaying the Naziris itself? According to this transgression of Baltacha by Naziris, you're transgressing, complete, doing part of your Tara process. Once you've completed, you're in a main Naziris. I don't need to tell you about uh, a case of, according to the opinion who holds, that shaving is ma'akev, meaning it's a crucial part of, of uh, you know, the Tara process. In other words, 
According to the one who holds that shaving is crucial, of course you've transgressed about the Akhar if you don't do it on time. And you should know, says the Gemara, El Taglachas If you're going to say that you could become Tahar and complete your process without actually going through that whole shaving process, even according to that opinion, that you've gone through the process, you just missed the step, right? There's sometimes you just, you, you, you've done it, but you didn't do it right. Even according to that opinion, mitzvah giluach, mia You're still transgressed balta'acher by not doing that process properly and delaying the cutting of the hair. Beautiful. Okay, that's the end of that approach. So right now, let's go back. Three answers to how a nazir can transgress balta'acher. Number one, he says, I'm a nazir moment before I die, and he doesn't accept naziris right away. So he delayed. Number two, um, number two was when he's in a cemetery. And he doesn't leave right away. He didn't start Naziris Batara. Desire Baltacher. Number three, how he could transgress Baltacher is in the process after Naziris. He didn't, uh, he didn't do, do the, the cutting of his hair and the burning of the hair in the fire in due time. Marzutra Bereidur of Mari Amar. Marzutra Bereidur Mari says, I'll tell you another way. Another can transgress Balta'acher, and that is Iver Balta'acher, Karbanaisov. He doesn't bring the standard Karbanais that are brought upon the completion of his Naziris. After a Nazir finishes his Naziris, there are certain Karbanais that, uh, that he has to bring, and they have to be brought within a specific amount of time. If you go into the Ran over here, the Ran explained, it's got to be done within, a, it's got to be done before Shalish Shrugalim have passed. If he doesn't bring the karbanis, baltacher, you're delaying. Umin hacha nafkalei says the Gemara is is um, the iser of baltacher. If you're going to tell me he's talking about karbanis, is it learned out from here? Now, what do you mean learned out from here? So this is going back to yesterday's daf. We remember we learned all the halachas of naziris from nadarim and nadarim from naziris because they were put together in the pasuk. Says the Gemara, Mayhasam Nafkale is learned from somewhere else. It says, Kidare because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is being darshan. The word darshan means to seek it out. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is, uh, is seeking out this process. This is referring to the carbon chatas and the carbon asham that the Nazir has to bring. So, why are we saying because we're comparing Nazir to Neder? And Neder to Nazir. That you're either Baltaacher, the same way there's Baltaacher by the Dharma's Baltaacher by Naziris. I know, I know the halacha that it's a transgression to push off Karbonais because of Kidarashi Adrishana, because there's Baruch who wants it in due time. That's why you can't delay it. Not because of a Hekish. So Gemara says, no, Mahu de Tema, I would have thought, say, Chidashu Shechitsha Terebin Nazir. If I would have just said Kidarashi Adrishana, I would have said it's a specific Chidish by Naziris. It's by Naziris, yeah. Then HaKadosh Baruch Hu demands it. HaKadosh Baruch Hu seeking it out. But elsewhere, I would say it doesn't. Therefore, we got to make the Hekish. Says the Gemara, my Chiddush. Why would Nazir be different? Why would I say it's a Chiddush by Nazir that there's the Ebesher seeking out the Karban? If you're going to tell me that, we, that uh, I wouldn't naturally assume that there's a connection between a carbon chatas and a neder. That's not true. When you bring a chatas for eating forbidden fats, even over there, a person can't assume that that transgression of eating forbidden fats, that I didn't do it in a neder, you're, you're not allowed to eat it anyway. Yeah, a person, uh, a person says, 
um, I'm going to bring a carbon chatas because I ate chalev. I'm taking a vow. What did you do? You're already obligated to bring a carbon chatas for eating chalev. The Torah said, the Torah kind of made the nether for you. And still we see, I So why would I say a nether is any different? So why do you have to tell me taka a nether would be different? We're still looking for that difference, why Nazar would be different, in order to tell me again, why, we, why do we need to find Nazar to be different? Because we're trying to far end for why there's a special verse by Nazir that otherwise I wouldn't have used the regular Hekesh to Neder to learn out from. Why do I need the separate Pesach? The Gemara says, I would have thought to say, Since somebody says, I am a Nazir, even if he says, I'm a Nazir from Charzon, meaning, the only thing I cannot eat is Charzon. What's Charzon? Charzon are the seeds that are inside the grape. So a person wants to say, I can eat grapes. I'm a Nazir that can eat grapes. Special kind of Nazir. I can eat grapes, drink wine. I just can't have the seeds. I'm not allowed to eat the seeds. So, heavy Nazir Lako. Still, you're a Nazir for everything. Ema, Hayovim Amarin Nazir. I feel in Charzon, heavy Nazir Lako. I might say that he's not going to have transgressed because there's a special Chiddush over here by, uh, by Naziris. So comes along the Chiddush of, of, uh, the, of Neder Nazir to let me know that it's, uh, that it's not unique to Nazir and it even applies to Neder. Says Gemara, what do you mean? That's, only, that's if you agree. If a person says, I'm a Nazir for seeds, I'm a Nazir for everything. Fine, now you got a point. But guess what? Not everybody agrees to that idea. You're not a Nazir at all. If I say I'm a Nazir from the seeds, he says, you ain't a Nazir for nothing. Even for seeds. It doesn't apply because there's no such thing as being a Nazir only from that. You have to say either plain I'm a Nazir or I'm a Nazir with all Allah because you can't start uh, minimizing what a Nazir is. What are you going to say? Lamaisa Nazir is the same as any other Nazir. So why do I need a Hekish? Just learn it out from Darish Yudhushenu. Furthermore, this Chiddush of Nazirus is more Chomer. So why would I think that we should be more makel by Naziris? Fakert, the Chiddush is coming to, to be more machmir on Naziris. And since it's going to be more machmir, I would still need a Hekish. Elamai Chidushay says the Gemara, you're right. Rather, what would be the Chiddush by Nazir that I would think it only applies in a specific case that would, that would force the Hekish? I would have thought to say, that let's say from the three carbonites, he only shaved, um, um, he, he only brought them once the shaving was done. Okay, a Nazir is going to bring multiple carbonites, minimum of three. And if the halacha is, once he brings one carbon, and goes through the giluach, goes through that process, already he, he's allowed to start drinking wine again. So, let's say he brings one carbon and shaves. He's still to bring, he's still obligated to bring more carbones. However, as far as being a nazir, he's not a nazir anymore. So I would say maybe you don't transgress if you don't bring the other two carbones in due time. Because you, you're not a nazir anymore. You understand? 
If you've lost the name Nazir after bringing one sacrifice and shaved your head, maybe I'll say, there's no balta acher of Nazirus because you don't have the name Nazir. You still have the chiyot, you have an obligation to bring the other karbanes. But to say you've pushed something off within your Nazirus, you're not a Nazir anymore. So I would say, there shouldn't be a transgression of Baltacher. Come on, come on the Pasuk to let me know, Neder Nazirus, you are Eva Baltacher. You have transgressed Baltacher of Nazirus by not bringing the other two sacrifices. Ah, I don't have the name Nazir, it doesn't matter. Those two sacrifices are Nazir Dika Karbanais. Anything within Hochas Nazir, within those parameters, you got to go ahead and bring it in due time. Okay, very logical, very sensible. Or if you want, you could say another answer. What's the Chiddush of Nazirus that I would that I need the Hekish, that I would say maybe a nether would be different than a Nazir? I would say because it's not grabbed onto like a regular nether. And this that we asked before, the whole question of Chelev, right? That it's forbidden to eat those fast. Somebody says, I am taking a vow that I'm going to bring a carbon chatos after I eat the, you know, when I, uh, for eating these forbidden fats. Yeah, you have to bring a carbon anyway. I'll tell you, the chatos chilev is coming as an atonement. When you need a kapara, you're not allowed to push it off. If you bring a carbon as a kapara, that type of carbon, you're over about to you can't push it off. However, chatas nazir, lemai asya, what about a chatas nazir? Why is he bringing it? Is he getting an atonement? So it's called a chatas, but he never really did an avera. So why did he bring karma chatas? Because he did something wrong by not allowing himself to enjoy specific things, i.e. wine that the Rabbani Shalom put in the world. Okay? So it's not an atonement for a sin per se. There's a difference between a sin that's performed, which is a general carbon chatas, and over here you're really bring a carbon chatas, but it's unique because you're making you didn't perform the sin. It's just that you restricted yourself from not doing something else. So we're calling it a carbon chatas. That's the lumdas over here that uh, that's explained in the Rishonim. Okay, you understand? So chatas chelav kasi, when you eat forbidden fats, that's like a real full-fledged carbon chatas. Over here, it's called a chatas, but it's not because you actively sinned. It's that you refrained from uh, from uh, getting a benefit that otherwise would have been okay. What's it coming for? It's not coming for a kapara. A woman also, after she gives, gives birth, she didn't sin by giving birth, and she also brings a carbon chatas, right? But it's something that Torah puts in place just in case a woman would have said, I'm not going to be with my husband anymore, I don't have any more kids. And still, it seems we know that there's, there is an iser of balta'acher. It seems the Gemara knew that from where, whichever Pasuk it knows that from. That when you have a karma chatas that's there, not through a direct avera, you can still transgress. So the Gemara says no. That karma chatas allows a woman after eating to now go ahead and eat kachim that she wasn't able to eat beforehand. However, by the chatas of a nazir, that's not. It, it, it doesn't allow him to now go back to eat something that otherwise he wouldn't have been allowed to eat. Hence, hence. 
unless you connect Neder and Nazir, unless you have that hektish, unless you have that hekish, I would have, <coughs> I would have said that uh, because of the leniency of uh, of Nazir, there's not going to be an iser of Baltacher. Comes along the hekish and tells me no, there's even an iser of Baltacher by Nazirus. Okay, that wraps up the various pshatim of how Baltacher, how delaying uh, the Nazirus process itself or parts of the Nazirus process can come into play with Baltacher. And uh, also it explains, the Gemara had asked the question, why you need the Hekish of Nadir to Nazir, if you have the Psukim directly by Nazirus. And, and the Gemara's pro, proof that Nazirus itself has a leniency. So in order to go ahead and say that it's, uh, that it's connected to Baltacher, you also need the Hekish. So the combination of the Psukim and the Hekish, teach me Baltacher by Nazirus. Okay. the just like when it comes to vows, a father has the right to remove the vows of his minor daughter or even his daughter in the state of Nara. And a husband is allowed to nullify the vows of his wife, Afnezirus, so too, by the acceptance of becoming a Nazir. A father has the right to remove, to nullify the Nazirus of his daughter. If a father has a minor or Nara daughter who accepts Nazirus, the father, after hearing about it, can nullify it. And a husband can also nullify. Now, why? We're assuming it's based upon our Hekish that we keep talking about in the Pasuk. Of uh, of uh, neder and nazirus together, whatever halachas you're going to have by whatever halachas you're going to have by a neder applies to nazirus as well. Okay, so therefore, if you could nullify vows, you could nullify nazirus. Shalom al Yisrael, no problem. Okay. Now, um, now remember, it says kiyafli lindor neder nazir lahazir kiyafli lindor neder. Nazir lahazir lashem. So neder nazir is double expression by both. Hekish, beautiful. Now, says Gemara, lumbly hekish. Why do I need a hekish to teach me that a husband and father can nullify naziris? Tesi bimamatzinu minadarim. Why don't we just learn it out from a standard mamatzinu? Now, we know there's. There's Yud Gimel Midoy Shehatayra and Adresh Esbahain that Rabbi Shmuel taught us. There's 13 different ways to darshan. There's even more ways to darshan that are taught to us that are not by Rabbi Shmuel, but we read that brisa of Rabbi Shmuel. Now, one of the things that you're allowed to darshan is called a mamatzinu. What's a mamatzinu? Mamatzinu means the same way I find a halacha in one place and I don't find a reason not to allow it to apply elsewhere. It should apply elsewhere. Mamatzinu, just like I find it in this place, so too I find it elsewhere. Okay. So, says the Gemara. Now, obviously, a drusha and a hekish and a gzir shava are stronger than a mamatzinu. Because by a hekish and a gzir shava, you're finding within the word itself, and you're, take, you're making the mudim, you're learning something out from the extra words. It's like the Torah itself is more directly telling me, screaming at me, make this drusha. As opposed to a mamatzinu, 
where the Torah is not screaming at me, make this drasha. It's just like, hey, mama, just like you find the halacha in one place, there's another place that's similar. Nothing's telling me not to learn out. Uh, you know, why don't we go that route? So that's the conversation the Gemara starting. The Gemara says, Lamli Akish, why do you got to go with a full-fledged Hekish of Nether to Naziris? Learn it out from a Mamatzinu, from a Nadarim. The same way a husband and father can nullify the vows of a daughter slash wife, why can't they do that by Naziris? So the Gemara says, no, because got, remember, a Mamatzinu is not going to be as stark, as strong. So the Gemara says, Doma Gabi Nadarim Hudemefer. I would have said that maybe in the Dharam specifically a father can nullify and a husband can nullify. Mishum Deloy Islay Kitsusa. Because it's indefinite. It's indefinite. Meaning, if a person's wife says, I will, I'm never eating meat again. That's a vow. Never eating meat again. Okay? Well, that's a lifelong commitment. Right? A person's daughter says that. It's a lifelong commitment. What about if somebody says I'm a Nazir? Remember, how long is Nazir? If you just say I'm a Nazir, how long does it last for? A month, 30 days. Zahu. So I would say, listen, Avogabi Nazirus, but if a wife or daughter says, Hareini Nazir, I'm a Nazir, to Islay Kitsusa, it's, it's for 30 days. It's not an ongoing lifetime uh, predicament or situation that they're creating on the husband or father. I would say the husband and father have no rights to, to uh, re- remove Nazirus. Therefore, the Torah lets us know Lindor Neder Nazir Lahazir makes that Hekesh, the Neder Nazirus, to tell me that no, don't worry, you're right, there's a difference between Neder Nazirus as to the length of time. Over the Misa, practically speaking, the same way a husband and father can nullify an indefinite Neder, they could also nullify a definite or a limit of uh, an Azirus for a specific period of time. Okay, very clear. Gavaldic. Yeah, so now I know why we can't learn it out from a classic Mamatsinu. Again, what's a Mamatsinu? The same way I find here, do it there. The Gemara says Mamatsinu ain't gonna work because Mamatsinus are easily broken. It has to be exactly the same. Once you find the reason why it's not the same, a Mamatsinu is gone. That's it, it's gone. Mamat's just like I find here. What do you mean? There's a difference. One's limited, one's term limited, and one's not. So Gamar, you're right. Mamatsinu so uh, is not gonna work. We're gonna stick with our uh, we're gonna stick with our hekish. Okay. Beautiful. Two dots. Back to our Mishnah. If somebody says to his friend, Maider Ani Vikulu. Okay. I am being maider myself from you. Now, if you look back at the Mishnah, the beginning of our Mishnah, right? What was the halacha? When somebody says maider, it was an interesting expression. It was a little different, right? If he, uh, we said if a person says mudrani mimcha, mifroshani mimcha. So we had mudrani mimcha, mifroshani mimcha, mirchani mimcha, shani oichelacha, shani toyim lacha. Oser, menodani lecha, Rebbe Kiva, haya chaychech bezel lahachir. Even Rebbe Kiva, in that situation, wanted to be machmir. The Mishnah, it's oser, also you forbade it. Amar Shmuel, Shmuel says, Bekulan ad sheyemer shani oicha lecha. In all the case, the guy has to say, um, um, you can't just say, I'm being maider from you. I'm making a vow to abstain from you. You have to say more. You have to say, says Shmuel, you have to say, 
I'm making a nether about eating your thing. Yeah, I'm eating your thing, I'm tasting your thing. Now, says the Gemara, they asked a challenging question. I'm separating myself. I'm going far from you. We said in our Mishnah, it's Osir. Yeah, and it's, it's considered another. If a person says that I'm not going to eat your thing, I'm not going to taste your thing. I raise Osir. It's Osir. So you see, even half of each statement. Remember, these statements should have clarified this by the two dots. These are examples of Yadais. These are Yadais. You're not saying an entire, you're not explaining your whole statement. You're saying part of a statement. I'm separating from you. I'm separating what? You didn't explain. No, it's valid. Or if a person says, I'm not tasting from you. Okay, we get what you mean. So it's Yadais. It's going to be valid. Says the Gemara. Why does Shmuel say that it's only valid when you say, Why do you got to say both? We see specifically in our Mishnah, either part is going to make it Aser. So when says, This is what our Brisa means. When do we say that Yodais works, that a part of a statement makes something Aser? Where a person says, So is the guy saying, or more than Yimcha, and you end up, or Okay? So Shmuel is going to read the Brisa, which means you do need to say both. Says the Gemara, but that's not true. You're making up a story. We learned the opposite. We learned, If you said only those words, so even if you say part of a statement, you see very clearly it's going to be usher. You don't need to say both sides of the statement for the nether to be valid. So the Gemara says, no, we'll wiggle out of that too. Tani hachi, we should learn as follows. Ukvar omar mudrani. If a person says, I'm separating from you, a person says, I'm not going to eat from you, and they've already said previously, Modrani, I'm making a vow from you, then, by saying I'm not going to eat from you, then it's valid. But again, according to Shmuel, you do need both parts of the statement. Says the Gemara, so then, you're, going, you're reading the same thing twice, but backwards. Then the Reisha and Seifa are saying the same exact thing. Furthermore, I don't understand. Says the Gemara, why, why, according to you, Shmuel, who says that you need both, why would the Brisa say, why would the Brisa say, why are you putting the word Usr in there? According to you, Shmuel, why does he use the word Usr twice? The Mishnah should just say, or the Brisha should just say, that I'm separating, I'm making a nether, why are you putting the word usr in between those two types of statements? According to you, Shmuel, it's all two parts of the same statement. Why are you writing usr there? Stigmar says you're right. Shmuel can't change the mission. That won't make any sense. It's not a svaradik way. It's not a logical way to be able to read that brisa. So says the Gemara, rather, Ella Omar Shmuel, rather Shmuel says as follows. Again, Shmuel was the one who said 
that you need both parts of the statement in order for it to be effective. And that's, what we, that's who we challenged, okay? So Shmuel's trying to stick up and trying to fit himself into this, uh, into this approach. Says the Gemara, here's how you read it. Um, when he says, I will, um, I'm not going to eat your thing. I'm not going to taste your thing. Then he's not allowed to eat it. But somebody else, that other guy, can benefit from him. So you can no longer benefit from what that other guy has. But that other guy is still permitted to benefit from you. You never said that. So usher, we we'll put the word usher in. It's usher on him. Avol says Shmuel, top of tomorrow's daf. Avol Omar Modrani, If a person says, "I'm making a vow from you," and that's it, he stops. Well, if Reuven says to Shimon, "I'm making a vow from you," Shnei both cannot benefit from each other because what Reuven is technically saying, "I will not benefit from Shimon, and I am forbidding Shimon to benefit from me." Because all you said is, I'm vowing ourselves from each other. All right. Well then, uh, you're, you're causing, you're, you're causing both, uh, you're causing both Yisurim. And we'll end with this step. Like Rabbi Yaisi, the son of Rabbi Chanina said, if somebody says, I'm making a vow from you, I'm making a nether from you. Well, what's happening now is, Shnei HaMasurim. Reuven, who spoke, is going to be usher to benefit from Shimon because he said, I'm making a vow from you. And he's also forbidding Shimon to ever benefit from him. And therefore, it'll go both ways. Yet, however, if you were to qualify what you're referring to about eating, let's say, I'm not going to eat from you, fine. So then Reuven's only going to be the one who's forbidden to Shimon. So again, how are we answering Shmuel? How are we wiggling out of the question? We said, Shmuel, how can you say you need to say both? The bride says it's one or the other. The answer is, Shmuel says, I agree it's one or the other. However, if you only do the Mudrani Memcha, I'm letting you know everybody's going to be usher. Everybody's for benefit from each other. If you complete your statement, now it's going to retain that only Ruvain's forbidden from Shimon with the eating or tasting, but Shimon will remain mutter to Ruvain. Okay? So right now at this step of the Gemara, we're going to challenge this, but at this step of the Gemara, Shmuel fits very well into the Brisa. We'll hold it here for this evening, and Bez we will pick up from here tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everybody.